Hey everybody! Welcome to Mama is a Hippie podcast. Hope everybody's having the best day, best week. It's a Monday over here on this day that we're recording. Yeah, retrograde just ended too, right? Yes, thank God, on the 20th. I just thought of that. Mm -hmm. Thank everything. How many people's shit broke? Who had to get a new washer? Who had to get a new transmission? My dryer broke during retrograde. That's what happened to me last time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or it took my washer, not my dryer. This one was good. Yeah. Crossies. Oh, and excuse any loud sounds. We do have all four children here in the new house, and it's giant and, and creaky. Mm-hmm. And we're doing our best. And a ghost. Yeah. And a ghost. So, yep. All my Facebook friends know there's a ghost, but... Yeah, she's she's a girl, and she's young, and I first was made aware of her for sure, besides just the feeling when I literally heard her walk up my stairs and go, aw, they have a cat. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Like, that's her voice. So River just bought a house. This is why we've, like, we haven't podcasted in a while. Yeah, I'm rusty, too. We're rusty, guys. I don't have my nice ASMR voice on right now. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll get the rust <laughs> off. Maybe. Not right now. <laughs> yeah, so she bought a house. So we've been, you know, she's in the process of, like, moving, still moving her stuff. There was just a lot of shifts and changes. She found out she's a Gemini, Mercury retrograde. Yeah. That's what inspired this entire episode. Yeah. Was that we realized, well, we thought that I was a Gemini rising, Taurus sun. Taurus sun. Cancer moon. That's what I thought because I thought I was born in the morning mm-hmm. and I'm a quote unquote cusp, which I've read that's not a real, real thing. But the day it changes. She's yeah. on the day it changes to Gemini. Yeah, May 20th. So I thought I was born at seven in the morning. I was born at 741 at night. So I am a zero degree Gemini sun. Mm-hmm. And that inspired this whole thing. So Ain't there's no. the news, guys. Yep. I, I sent out a group message after we found out to my closest friends to Did tell them. And they were all, like, having nervous breakdowns. Like, they couldn't. It's like finding out Santa Claus isn't real. They were. Some people were mad. 25, 24 years of your life was a lie. And Wrong a Gemini of all things. People were right. angry about that. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I she didn't started change. acting really Gemini to fill the role. Oh, it felt good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, wait. I can actually unleash these thoughts. Yeah, I can own this. Mm-hmm. But, uh,. So yeah, I'm a Gemini uh, sun and Scorpio rising and still a Cancer moon, which makes sense. Dude, all of it makes sense. I'm a secret baby. Same. (laughs) I'm a secret giant baby. Yep. Yeah, so we both have like Cancer moon, so that part's really cool. Today, um, I think a lot what we'll be focusing on so we don't spend too much time on each chart is just people's big three. So what is your big three? Gemini, Scorpio, Cancer. Okay. I like so, to say in that order because I'm a bad bitch. I was going to say, you like <laughs> to put the fucking ascendant before the moon. Okay, so your big three is your sun, your moon, and your ascendant. So these are going to be like big aspects to your personality, to your chart, to your life's purpose. So the book that we're going to be referencing a lot today, which all of you should go and buy, is You Were Born for This. It says Astrology for Radical Self-Acceptance, and it's by... I want to say it's Cheney, but it sh- could be Shania. I don't know. Mm, Nicholas. Shani. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Let's just meet in the Sh- middle. 
<laughs> you know what I do with some people's names? I will go to Google and say, how do I pronounce this? No, literally, I should have done that. And, like, definitely we should have talked about this before we started recording this. But it's She just all- holds the book up with a terrified look in her eyes. She's like, I don't know what I'm saying. So, anyways, C-H-A-N-I Nicholas. That's her name. You can get it on Amazon, and it is literally worth it yeah and we'll still we'll tell you your whole chart and then she'll focus deeper on your big three because i know a lot of people have no freaking idea what i just did to get this or anything right so we'll tell you and you write it down if we say yours and then you can get this book or go online and read into like all your different houses and yes shit yeah and the website we're going to be using today this one is I think our personal favorite. Yeah, Both definitely. Yeah, it's just very clear. Um, it kind of cuts and breaks it all down really separately, but really nice and clean. So it's astro-charts.com. And what's really nice is if you're like us, you can make an account and save all your friends' charts so you can, you know, stock them up whenever you want. Yeah, so whenever Karen's being a bitch, you're like, oh, hey, Karen. Yeah, you're okay, like, you're in wait your a minute. return. Or, no, you fucking whore. <laughs> Don't listen around your kids. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's a spirituality podcast, but we but will we'll call you a whore. Spiritual people say fuck. Like so much more than everyone else because we are freaking out over here all the time. Yeah, we're over here like transcending and astral traveling and shit. Should we start with my chart? Yes, we should. And then your chart and then our chosen fuse? Yes. So super quick, it is so, 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 so important that before you do your chart on your own, like before you buy this book, before you go to astral charts, that you have the correct birth time. You can go ahead and you can apply for your correct, um, like your certified copy of your birth certificate anywhere in montana i don't know i guess wherever you guys are listening for but we to have the some courthouse. far listeners do we okay so to the courthouse of whatever county you were born and you can get the one with the certified birth time it's the one that costs a little bit more so make sure to pay the extra money it's only like 10 bucks or eight so really important because it's going to shift your houses every couple of minutes well i my entire i'm not even the same sun sign so everything's different be careful my mom yeah. my whole, well and growing up too I'm a 90s kid. I'm a child of the 90s. So my mom was looking at astrology books my whole life. There was no way. Yeah, no way for her to know. No. So this is some like 21st century shit. Yeah. Yeah, like we're so lucky. We type it in. Boom. So you need to know. um, Obviously, you need to know your name, where you were born, the time you were born, and then the date of birth. That's what you'll type in. And then it'll pull up all this crazy stuff. And you're going to be like, whoa, what is this? But this book will help you. And also, everyone's charts that we're doing are people that know how to contact me through social media. And if you want me to, I can send you the chart that I made for you. Um, little side note. Hashtag we are not astrologers. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag I'm not even really going to talk once we get going because... I shouldn't. Like, this was probably not even a good idea, but... Uh, I made a, literally a whole episode by myself about holographic universe theory. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And I'm not a physicist either. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just a, I'm literally a girl in Montana in my basement recording on my iPhone. It's all good. We're real people, not astrologers. We are human. Those are made up. Okay, so really quick, three keys to your sun, your moon, and your ascendant, and it's ruler. So it's important to know your ascendant and then what rules that, um, 
zodiac sign too. So your sun is your life's purpose. Your moon is your physical and emotional needs. And then your ascendant and its ruler is your motivation for living and the direction your life is steered in. So these three are going to really all interweave into each other and meld kind of together in your chart and make a lot of sense once you break it down. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay, so guys, I am a Sun in Gemini, Moon in Cancer, Mercury in Taurus, Venus in Gemini, Mars in Taurus, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Aries, Uranus in... Uranus! <laughs> I know, God damn it, we need to grow. I won't do that every time. <laughs> it's in Aquarius. <laughs> Neptune in Capricorn, Pluto in Sag, North Node in Libra, Chiron in Libra, Ascendant in Scorpio, MC in Virgo. It's your midheaven. So we'll... We'll just go over um, like short definitions of what each of these things is going to mean, like just a little snippet. So sun, like we said, life's purpose, moon, your physical and emotional needs. Mercury is going to be the planet of communication and intellect. So the way that you communicate, Venus is relationships. So love and interpersonal love for yourself. Mars is goals, war, passion, all kinds of stuff. We got Aries and Scorpio in there. Um, Jupiter is the planet of abundance, so this is Sagittarius's planet, and Pisces in modern and older astrology. Um, Saturn is the work planet, so of course you're going to go straight to, oh, this is probably Capricorn's planet. Mine, mine's Aries, and uh, that explains why I'm so angry at work. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and then Uranus is like the planet of invention, inventiveness, different stuff like oh. that, innovation. Um, Neptune is the dreamer, so this is Pisces too. So there's gonna be you're gonna find a few planets that um, in certain books will be ruled by two signs, and then in more modern astrology, you'll find that Neptune and Pluto will be um, Scorpio and Pisces. But that's something mm. to get into later. So Pluto is um, this one's all kind of weird. It's like death, taxes, ascension. It's Scorpio, so it's it's very weird. <laughs> Transformation is a big one. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. North node, this is going to be your destiny in life. So if you look up your north node and you're like, I don't really resonate with this, this is where you're headed. So it might not necessarily be where you are exactly right now. Like, for instance, Rivers is in Libra. I don't see a lot of balance over here. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm a fucking Gemini. We're train wrecks, right? Mine's in Libra, too. My scale too. broke, guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, your Chiron. So this is spelled C-H, if you see it on your chart. Your Chiron is going to be your wound you come into this life with. Uh, Rivers is also in Libra. So, for instance, her wound is the wound of relationships. Um, your ascendant, your rising sign, has to do with, like I we said. I feel like I'm getting roasted. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of similarities. It's okay. Um, ascendant, well, and I hope anybody listening on here tonight isn't too sensitive take everything oh yeah with and a i'm not heart. sensitive so yeah so if you're sensitive i'm so sorry because we don't relate to that and we don't come off no that way no astrology is here so that you can accept those darker pieces of yourself with a little light and a little joy and recognize that you're like a microcosm of the macrocosm and it's kind of the stars that give you all your fuck yeah terrible attributes right and good ones. Mm -hmm. And great ones. And actually, terrible is such an awful word because actually those opposing qualities, those darker qualities, help strengthen you even more than the gifts do. And you know I love the, the dark. The dark. The dark is good. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite. It's mm -hmm. better than the light, really, guys. The dark teaches you, us. I was just going to say, you only learn in the dark. Mm -hmm. the, the, the light, light is, is a have. reward, too. Yes. You have to earn it by going through dark. Anyways. Exactly, though. 
So yeah, ascendant, like we said, your rising sign. So your ascendant um, is going to be how you dawn on people. Like immediately people might get this kind of reaction or from you or like how you come off to people. So kind of like, I didn't really say this, but your sun sign is going to be like who you are, your personality mm -hmm. that you're showing off. Your moon sign is going to be like those darker pieces of you at home, like your more emotional side, the side that your family sees, like that shadow side of you. Mm -hmm. And then your midheaven, this is, so this one is actually a really important aspect of your chart too. Your midheaven's going to have to do with like career, how you function day to day, kind of your motivation again. So Rivers being in Virgo, her midheaven in Virgo. So for instance, Virgos are very detail-oriented. They're a little bit neurotic all over the place. I'm such work. a control freak and being a Gemini, my God. Control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely a control thing too. And it's, it's like when they get stressed, they can tend to micromanage because mm -hmm. they think that, you know, at least if they can gain control of some small things. For they'll... example, I unpacked my house in six days and cleaned it all. Damn. Because I was stressed. I was so sorry. I like couldn't walk for Good like. Good job. <laughs> I'm like that's wow. that Virgo. <laughs> that's the only Virgo in my chart. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, and Virgos are very hardworking, very grounded. So it also brings that really good and peaceful aspect to work that it's like you can hold it down. You can be very upfront with people and honest. Mm -hmm. um, so every, you know, every piece of every sign is going to have dark and light. Yeah, my chart's so accurate. Like, tell me astrology's not real, dude. Get, try. After, and especially compared to I'm someone who had a fucking fake chart before that yeah. I didn't resonate with at all. Mm-hmm. So it's nuts. Which is also hilarious because before Redifer found out she was a Gemini, she literally told me, I have two personalities. And we also talked about how, do you ever read, like, Gemini's horoscope? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, totally, because I'm a Gemini rising. And I kept, like, relying on being a Gemini rising. Mm-hmm constantly it was crazy <laughs> okay so do we want to go into yours a little bit if you want to okay so rivers got sun and gemini gemini this literally means she has basically it means she has two personalities that's so, literally what it means exactly I do. Mm -hmm. there's two maybe three sometimes yeah because then you got the higher self yeah exactly up and looking exactly mm -hmm. okay so like we said, sun is your personality. So this is going to mean that River has like a very dual nature. Like she's going to definitely shift from one personality to another, depending on the situation, depending on her mood. This can cause some kind of internal battle sometimes because Geminis are shapeshifters. They're also ruled by Mercury. So they're very good communicators. Some of their darker aspects is they can be drawn to gossip. They like that communication and even those other sectors. That banter. Mm-hmm. Give me the banter. Mm-hmm. They're into that. Um, so this would probably mean a lot of her life's purpose, depending on which house her son is in, which... I suppose we probably won't try to get too much into that, um, is there's going to be a lot of communication and learning involved in that. Geminis are also learners. Oh, hell yeah. Every single Gemini I know and me, like, I can't... We're literally... We're sitting in a room just surrounded by, like, things I've learned about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you've always got, like, herbs you're reading on and different yeah. stuff like that. Like, so many... Things. Like, and yeah, no bounds either. Like, I love mythology. I love right. history. I love, yeah, science. I love physics. Mm-hmm. Gemini. Like, full on. eat it up. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, they can also <laughs> really shift... In that they can become like very quickly bored. So they dive really into one thing and then they're like, okay, move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's that shape-shifting personality. Um, okay, so moon and cancer. River and I both have moon and cancer. 
Moon in Cancer is a highly intuitive sign because Cancer is ruled by the moon already, so it's in its home sector. Oh, wow, that's cool. I've never thought about that. I knew that, but I never put that together. That's really neat. So that's a power placement. Mm-hmm. So always when they're in their um, specific sign, that's usually a power placement, and they're comfortable there, so it's domicile. It'll, you'll read that in the book if you guys read it. Um, so moon and cancers are going to when in like their detriment when they're um, feeling off they're going to be a little bit moody they're going to be kind of withdrawn and need to go inside they're very um they feel everybody they have a very reflective personality so people really love that and people can also tend to really lean on that Mm -hmm. and i hate to say it again but being a gemini it's like double time no it is Mm -hmm. because i cannot help myself but to give everybody what they want exactly out of me because I've got it all. I've got all. What do you want? I'll give you funny. I'll give you a fucking empathetic. I'll, what do you want? I got it all. Exactly. And it's all genuine. Mm-hmm. I've got it all. Because yeah, <laughs> that Gemini, you can shape shift right into what they need. And then you can reflect back to them exactly how they're feeling. And that comforts people because it makes them feel like you're on the same level. Right. I feel like I should be a psychiatrist because Literally. of that. Because mm-hmm. I've got it down. It's funny you say that because the one... One bigger problem Geminis tend to have is they spend so much time learning about others, they don't learn about themselves enough. True. Mm-hmm. But you get the kids <laughs> who kind of balances that too. Okay, so her ascendant in Scorpio. <clears throat> this is a toughie. It's juicy. <laughs> I do come off kind of like a Scorpio a little bit. Yeah, which It is... depends on the people. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're water. Mm-hmm. So water, again, shapeshift. You've got two waters and an mm-hmm. air. So that's a lot of emotion, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got, like, both sides. Like, Cancer's going to be a little bit of that lighter stuff, and Scorpio's going to be way more okay with depth and darkness. Which I totally am. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Yeah, so probably... And I love, like, death even comforts me. I like death. It's my thing. And the Gemini. Mm-hmm. not in a creepy way like not like a murderer way no (laughs) like i want to help people cross over peacefully Mm -hmm. with light cool stuff but because i'm comfortable with dark i'm one of the few people that can even think about doing that right so yeah we need shadow workers to step forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's absolutely yeah don't be embarrassed to be a shadow worker no like it's okay to work (laughs) with the darkness and to not be scared of it like we really do need those people it's important because the dark is not scary it's literally just balance it's all balance exactly like dark is where things grow (laughs) it's really too bad that like just darkness just the word darkness is so negative it is which is not fair because it's (laughs) Mm -hmm. not yep so send it in uh, Scorpio. You'll probably come off very jovial to people, very happy. But mm-hmm. There's like that depth to you where it's like, don't fucking talk to me about the weather. Yeah, that's so me. Like I heard your aunt died last week, Karen. Yeah. You know? like tell that. me, tell me how you really feel. Let's cut to the bullshit. Oh God, that is me. Mm-hmm. We can move on from me now. Okay. You can tell when I'm done being attacked <laughs> by my birth chart when I just <laughs> click out of it. I'm like you're done looking at that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're actually gonna go to Anel's. I'll do mine quickly. I already said the moon. Moon, same thing for me. Very moody, can be withdrawn, but very also intuitive. Very, very intuitive. Yeah, it's a very it's a moon where you feel and where you reflect back to people. 
So my son is in Leo. Catch a lot of shade for this one. And, and love. And yeah, I don't know. It's kind of both. I love Leos. Yeah, but the first thing you always hear is, "Oh, I'm the center of the universe." And then you're like, "Have you met a Gemini?" Yeah, but I'm also like, "But the <laughs> other planets do all revolve around me." You're like, "Technically." <laughs> which is a man. power sign. It's a power sign. Power sign, power sun and moon king and the queen of the zodiac she's like not to sound cocky though not to sound like <laughs> ego that the leos have a problem with she doesn't she really doesn't mm-hmm. I th- well i think the cancer moon kind of balances that out because i've always and you said this too a lot of times kids it depends but sometimes more kids will lean on their moon sign because kids feel so much more yeah i only read that one time and i feel like nobody else has read that but i think it's really accurate because mm-hmm. i was also like the kid who would stay home from school because I was, like, crying and had anxiety because I was so empathetic. And, like, if I even thought about someone, like, eating alone, I would, like, throw up from just being so depressed. <laughs> like, yes, uh, show me something more cancer than oh, that. Oh, no, no, it's so true. <laughs> and I grew out of it. Totally. Oh, yeah, I used to, sometimes I'd stay up for days at night just because I was scared to sleep. Like, literally, I would crawl downstairs and I would turn the TV volume on like two or three. Then I'd wait till about four in the morning. Then I'd crawl all the way back upstairs and I'd lay there and I'd like maybe fall asleep. Yeah, like being a Cancer Moon, it's not. I was just gonna great. say anyone with a Cancer Moon is like out there just crying, thinking crying. about how we felt because they're like, we, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I know. I get it. I know. Okay, so. Me and River actually have two of the same big three. Ours are just in different placements. So, like I said, I have a son in Leo. So, Leos, um, their whole thing for the Leos listening is self-expression. So, that's why you'll always hear. Because I know there's quite a few Leos out there who really resonate. And there's quite a few who, just like any other sign, are maybe like, I don't feel like I'm ready for the spotlight. Blah, 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 blah. Because a lot of times you'll hear, you know, Leos need to be in the spotlight. They need to be leading. So, the whole thing with your life purpose is that that's a part of your path Mm -hmm. so that is something that will come in your destiny so you might get these opportunities to be a leader and you might not feel ready but that's okay take the opportunity as long as it feels right Mm -hmm. um so self-expression creativity inner child stuff so when leos are in their detriment when they're not feeling as good you you think of like those sad lions they can be very egotistical um narcissism is a huge uh like I don't want to say detriment again, but, like, kind of darker side of that. That, mm-hmm. like, they can really lean into that. Just, like, Gemini's multiple personality. Yeah, that's you how know. we get each other. Yeah, totally. We're really not that different at all. <clears throat> no. So Astrologically. Astrologically. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of synchronicities. Um, ascendant in Gemini. So my ascendant's in Gemini, and that basically means, you know, again, right when I... <clears throat> and it's funny because River's said this about herself too it's like when I talk to people mostly I think of it with my clients I can be exactly who they need me to be Mm -hmm. for that hour yeah and you don't even fucking realize you're doing it it's so second nature like Mm -hmm. you walk away from the person and you're like go back into who you really are and you're like whoa (laughs) yeah and you're like who am I yeah I'm like I just said stuff to them that this version of me would never say yes (laughs) yeah and it's weird it is weird you step into an energy and you're like in it yeah yeah and you can like personify it yeah and like don't you notice when people are making weird faces and you start making the face as you're watching them and i'm like i don't want to feel awkward and they're making yeah (laughs) you know it's weird (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, I won't go into my chart too much at all. Um, that's basically what I got for my big three. My Chiron is in Virgo, so my wound is the wound of perfection. Ah. That's a bummer. Do you feel that? I thought I didn't. You do. And then I was like, oh, I totally you do totally this. totally do. I totally do this. Poor buddy. So some of it's a slow burn in astrology. It'll take you a minute to, like, <laughs> ponder it. Yeah, I literally processed I was a Gemini for a month. Yeah, so let's think. Okay. <laughs> so, like, th- if you kind of blend and weave it all together, so, like, River Sun her life's purpose would be like intellect and to learn her moon, her physical and emotional needs would say like, I recharge and retreat to replenish. The ghost just touched my phone. I was wondering why did it just light up? The ghost just touched it. Oh, anyway, (laughs) anyway. Okay. Who's next? All right. I guess we'll just start at the top of my little randomly chosen list, which is Caitlin Anderson. I don't know her personally, but she is a listener. Awesome. All right, I'm going to read her whole chart and then you can go into it so she can write it down if she wants to. Awesome. Your sun is in Taurus, your moon is in Sagittarius. I always say Sag because I'm like, what the fuck is this word? It's long. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm stupid. (laughs) Mercury in Taurus, (laughs) Venus in Aries, Mars in Pisces, Jupiter in Cancer, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus is in Capricorn, Neptune is in Capricorn, Pluto in Scorpio, North Node in Aquarius, Chiron in Cancer, Ascendant in Leo, and what's that again? Midheaven. Midheaven is in Taurus. She's got a very earthy chart. Yeah, she freaking does, dude. I was noticing that too. Earth and water. A little bit of fire, no air. Oh, she has one. Her North Node's in Aquarius. Okay. So, <clears throat> Sun and Taurus, what River thought she was her entire life up until this point. That's you, sis. Mm-hmm. So, River could actually probably explain Taurus. Oh, yeah, Taurus is, I don't know, you do it better. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, do. I don't know, shit. <laughs> so, Taurus is ruled by Venus. Uh, so, having your Sun in Taurus, like, Taurus are lovers. They're very grounded. So, Taurus is the bull. Um, like, the old story about it is... Actually, I'm not going to go into that because I'll slaughter it. (laughs) There's an old story about it, though. Yeah, there's a super old story about every zodiac sign and, like, how they came about in Greek mythology. But, okay, so Taurus, like I said, it's ruled by Venus. So they're very grounded. They are um, very into material things. Like, you know, they're foodies. They love to eat food. They love to see beautiful things. They love human pleasures see and i this is why it was believable to me that i'm a Taurus for my whole life Mm -hmm. but your fourth house was yeah which is a big placement because it's your roots your home your family your you know all that Mm -hmm. um but like who fucking doesn't love food and travel and sex and shit right exactly Uh, we're all a little bit we got it all everyone has at least some doors we're all humans right (laughs) yeah so they can be very grounded. Um, the thing about bulls is they can also be stubborn. They are once they choose something, though they are unwavering in that. Um, so it can be hard for them to make a choice, but once they do, they're set. Um, they're really good to. It's really good to like have your a Taurus have your back because it's like they motherfucking got your back, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Moon in Sag, Fire Moon. So a lot of emotion here, or lots of um. 
motivation here. So your physical and emotional needs being in Sag. Sag are travelers. They are truth seekers. They are, again, they like to learn. It's religion, politics. It's all these things kind of like that. So I would assume that probably for you, um, meeting your physical and emotional needs takes... It's also a mutable sign, so it probably goes up and down. I'd imagine it comes in waves of like needing a lot of stimulation and then going into times where it's like maybe a little darker, a little moodier. Mm -hmm. Um, Sag can really withdraw. Again, they are more drawn to depth too. Mm -hmm. I know a lot about Sages because they're my sister sign and I'm surrounded by my my sister-in-law, my closest friend. Like, literally, my sisters are Sages, and they're my sister sign. Mm. So it's kind of weird. Tell me astrology isn't real. It is very weird. Yeah. Um, the moon sign also has to do with your caregiver. So I won't go into that stuff tonight, but if you look at the book, it'll really tell you. So the funny one about this is both of my daughters have a moon in Sag. Mm. No, it fucking says in the book. It says, <laughs> may have had a very free-spirited caregiver that was also very distracted Oh, shit. Oh, God. It's so true, though. It's so true. I can't lie to you. That's fucking accurate. Oh, God. And they both have one. It's like, come on. Yeah, well, and then Selena's a double Sag, then. Sag, Sun, Sag, Moon. She's going to be fucking the worst. Dude, she already makes a real fist, like tucks her stomach. She's like, I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) Oh, mother. (laughs) As soon as I'm big enough. It's really bad. She's got some Pluto aspects. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then your Ascendant and its ruler. So, obviously... The ruler of Leo, so your sentence in Leo, is the sun. So this probably means that you come off to people um, very confident, very um, happy or at ease or um, can even be on the way heavier side arrogant because Leos can have that tendency again towards Total. ego. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could come off, this really depends because then you can also have those more shy Leos because it's ruled by the heart. Right. So it really depends a lot on like your heart space and where your heart is at. If you're very closed off, you could also come off very abrupt right. and like have these giant boundaries. Um, so that one can be kind of wavering a little bit. But it probably means mostly that you come off to people as like you've got your shit together, you're confident, but maybe on the inside you're kind of like, huh. That sounds nice though. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Sorry, the kids just totally ran across the house. Sorry if you heard that. It's all good. We can't edit, as we've Maybe mentioned. Maybe the ghost will, like, put a blocker of... That'd be so cool. Maybe that's why she touched it. She's <laughs> like, are you guys seriously recording in this shit? She's like, wow, bitches. <laughs> okay, so that was Caitlin's birth chart. And next we have Marissa D. Marissa D. Oops. Oh my god, are they beating each other's asses up oh, there? Oh yeah, they're just throwing shit down. They're like, oh, they're recording right under <laughs> here? <laughs> Give me a hammer. Nerf gun. God damn. Mm-hmm. All right, Marissa, you have a sun in Aries, a moon in Cancer. Hey, sister. Mm-hmm. Mercury in Aries, Venus in Pisces, Mars in Leo, Jupiter in Sag. Why is everyone like, how did Jupiter in Sag? Or am I making that up? <clears throat> no, so actually, uh, Jupiter is one of the ones that moves a little bit. Or no, that's maybe Uranus and Saturn. So it's so, like whole generations will have the same Saturn. They'll have. That is uh, so weird. It's it's a lot different, yeah. All right, anyways, your Saturn mm-hmm. is in Pisces, Uranus so is Aquarius. 
Neptune, Capricorn, Pluto, Sag, North Node, Scorpio, Chiron, Virgo, Ascendant, Virgo, Midheaven, Gemini. Oh, wow. We have similarities here at the end. Mm-hmm. Lots of similarities. Um, so we probably won't go over your moon, your moon in Cancer because we've already gone over that. She's like, yeah, please don't. Yeah. Jesus. She's like, shut up about it already, right? <laughs> Sun and Aries. Um, so you have a couple of signs. So like we said before, power signs are signs that are in their, um, like in their home. So, so does that kind of mean they're stronger for you? Like feeling of the sign? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that they're um, not necessarily going to be more abundant, but it won't have to fight against other energies. Oh, totally. Because when it's in, like, an opposing sign, mm-hmm. th- that's a sign, a uh, planet that you'll struggle with. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, Saturn and Pisces, which a lot of us have that because we're, like, a generation of Saturn and Pisces until it gets to 95. Yours might be different. Yeah, um, I don't even remember my chart anymore. Because you're 96, right? I'm 96. Let's see what my Saturn is real quick. Yours should be. Sorry, Marissa. We both have ADHD. Sorry. Mine's Aries. Aries. So you're in the next gen. Damn, you are not a millennial. Don't say that. You what? I'm not, Gen Z? You are Gen Z, Shut bro. Shut the fuck up. <gasps> you're Don't Gen say Z. that on a public 96. platform. Shut up. I'm covering the camera. I'm covering the speakers. We're done. Okay, anyways. We're Podcast over. We're I'm a millennial. Astrology. Look at my side part and my tight pants. We will accept you anyways because... You aren't all, no offense, but like all about that fluffy. Guys, I guys, stuff. I didn't have a DVD player until the eighth grade. Like, please, please, accept her. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, just seeing like those signs that are in their home, um, in their domicile or whatever you call that. Sorry to the astrologists out there. So like Jupiter and Sag, that's in its home sign. Pluto, or no, never mind, not your Pluto. You're getting yourself nervous. No astrologers are listening. I know, you're right. You're so right. Um, I think that actually might be the only one you have in its home sign, but that's okay. So, um, your son in Aries. Aries are leaders. Aries is the ram. So, Aries is ruled by the head. <clears throat> so, in certain situations, they can get a little caught up in their head because a lot of that energy is swirling around up there. So, they lead with their horns. You can think like they're steadfast. They are a cardinal sign. So, they are self-starters. Um, you'll find a lot of bosses. A lot of CEOs, a lot of like team captains. Those are Aries. Like they're very, they're very confident. Like naturally, they're very confident. Mm-hmm. You know, like Emily, Aries. That doesn't surprise me. My mom's an Aries, so I know all about you fuckers. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I love. I mean, I love fire signs, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> needless to say, I know about you guys because my mother. <laughs> yeah, we see you. We're watching you. Um. So yeah, Aries, when they are feeling a little bit off, uh, they can tend to aggression, you know, because like their planet is Mars, so like goals, but also war. So it's really like both sides of the spectrum. They can make war out of it. Nothing. Legit. No offense. And (laughs) and be brave heading into it. Yeah, like it's beautiful, but also like, oh my God. No qualms. You guys are so intense sometimes. Intense is a bit Except I will say your Cancer Moon does balance you because I know her well enough to know that she's not so fucking intense. It's not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're totally right about that because that's your like physical and emotional needs. Um, Ascendant in Virgo. So the, the thing about Ascendant in Virgo is really interesting. So you may come off to people as like socially withdrawn or like aloof is the word that they use, but ascendant and Virgos are actually just usually very internally busy. Maybe that's what balances her actually. Yeah, it could be that too. Mm-hmm. Cause that is a very grounded sign and it's not like, 
you know, you go to the party and you need to be like chatting in with everybody and like, how was your day and blah, blah, blah. You're just kind of like, oh, I'm here. And, you I'm know. here and now what? Yeah. And like kind of really thinking about all the other things you have to do. Um, right. Again, very grounded sign ruled by earth uh, or its element is earth and it's ruled by mercury. So again, it's going to be like that intellect. So they do love to learn. Um, Midheaven and Gemini. So that is your, uh, like your work sector again. So Midheaven and Gemini. So you must have a lot of learning stuff actually in your chart. There's some stuff I, we'd have to like break it down and go into your houses, but Midheaven and Gemini's are very, again, detail oriented. They need to, I don't want to say necessarily be seen, but they need people to know that their they need to know their work is appreciated. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's your big three. Like we said, we won't go into your moon, but so if you want to like tie that all together, your life's purpose is going to definitely have something to do with leadership, forward moving, fast moving, goal setting is going to be really important mm-hmm. for you. You need to retreat a little bit to recharge yourself with that cancer moon, that intuitiveness. You can really feel people. And then with your ascendant, um, you'll be able to use like that Virgo to keep you grounded in those bigger probably situations. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Marissa, there was your reading. That was really good, actually. <laughs> we really got it together for you, Marissa. We did. <laughs> Oh, we're going to do my best friend, Michaela, and it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She loves me. Mm. We told you, don't be fucking sensitive. <laughs> oh, is that Gemini? No, she, she's my sister. Don't Dude, but I will sensitive. say I love you, Kayla, but right when I pulled your chart up, it's all so weird. It's, it's all, all on, on one, one side. side. That's how sages are. I dude. was like, are you just unbalanced or what does this mean? Her <laughs> moon's in Virgo. <laughs> Let's check her out. Okay, Kayla. it's in Gemini too? Kayla's, yeah, you didn't know that? That's why, no. I, that's why we get along and because she's my sister sign. Damn. All right, Kayla, I know you're going to want to write all this down, so I will move at a pace that I know you can follow. Yes, see, she's a millennial. Her Saturn's in Pisces. I'm a millennial, too. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kayla, your sun is in Sag. Your moon is in Virgo. That does not surprise me, sis. Mm -mm. Mercury in Capricorn. Venus in Capricorn. Mars in Capricorn. None of that surprises me. She has five of them. (laughs) That's actually hilarious knowing Kayla as good as I do. Jupiter in Sag, Saturn in Pisces, your anus is in Capricorn, Ooh. Neptune in Capricorn, dude, yeah. Pluto in Sag, North Node in Libra, Chiron in Libra, me too, mm-hmm. Ascendant in Gemini, and Midheaven Aquarius. Mm-hmm. That's a good Midheaven to have. Yeah, it is. I was thinking that too. Mm-hmm. They're very inventive. Um, she is. Is she? Yeah. Like at work? Oh, well, Kayla, used to, she's an artist too, out of nothing. Like, one time she painted Bob Marley on her thumbnail, and it was an accurate portrait of Bob Marley. Talk Ooh. about inventive. She didn't even have, like, pens or anything. She what? did it with nail polish. <gasps> That's so cool, No one knows dude. that about her, so huge, no, giant, we don't. public 300 people shout out to Kayla. She's an amazing hidden artist, very inventive. You should really hone in on that, especially I've with always that. told her that. Yeah, she should hone in on that. It's really important for Sag to express himself. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah. Kayla, I'm looking at my phone so sternly right now. Yeah, so get after it, girl. You are an artist. Mm-hmm. Accept it. Well, and actually, the thing about Midheaven and Aquarius, so, like, that means in your workplace, and doesn't, doesn't she work at the hospital? Yeah. 
that can actually be very confining to your soul because Aquarius, they need freedom in their workplace, the midheaven in Aquarius. And maybe if you had freedom in your workplace, you wouldn't feel the need to find freedom in your personal life so often. Yes, because yeah. it makes you feel trapped and like right. you want to get out. Right. Um, and especially that Sag being that mutable sign where Sag, you know, they can tend to get bored very quickly. Like they'll put everything into some 27 projects and then all of a sudden they look at all 27 and they're like, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Well, sorry, this is going to be very personal and intense for you, Kayla, because I know you too well, and she wanted this. She wanted us to do this. <laughs> Y'all typed enter. <laughs> yeah. All right, what else we got? Oh, I thought you were going to, like, lead with something that was going to be very personal. Oh, no, like, oh. just me calling her out I just now. I I it. realized that I called her out, like, four times already, and I'm like, shit, I didn't do that to anybody else. But okay. It- <laughs> no, it's okay, Kayla. It's because we love you, and it's really cool that you're a secret artist. Like, well, I would love to see that. And it's really cool that your chart is so accurate. What the fuck? So, it's making me laugh. I didn't even look at it when I typed it in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that midheaven and Aquarius, you really want to be able to express yourself at work, have freedom and fluidity, be able to, like, not necessarily come and go as you leave, but do things your way be able to bring ideas to the table and not have them get scrutinized um i feel like she needs to be the boss too of herself that's like aquarius basically kind of right Mm -hmm. like at least in whatever sector or at least have like equal respect with their employer exactly very important Okay, Sun and Sag, like we said, Sag, truth seekers, that's their biggest thing. Travelers, culture, um, learners, like they are, again, a mutable sign. So they usher in a season and let go of another. So this means that they're going to have really big fiery times where, like we said, they got 27 projects. They're creating like 76 bundles. Oh, never mind. I won't call you out that hard. But yeah, you do that. Yep. Uh (laughs) And then all of a sudden, they just, they go into that mutable mode that darker time where they withdraw and they they might tend to like i can't do this why did i do this Mm -hmm. oh my god i have to take 300 steps backwards and start over yeah and then they can go and spiral into a depression because they're like i can't finish anything and it's like yes you can yeah do one thing do one thing (laughs) again very important for them to keep themselves be held accountable totally um but also like they're very brave and adventurous like if you Mm want to go on an adventure fucking take a sag totally they are also like lovers they are fun they are dark and keep them on keep them on my hip Mm -hmm. multiple they're just wonderful (laughs) they're a lot of them are artists like you said they love to travel they're like you want to go to bora bora sure let's go tomorrow i'll empty my bank account that's her yep they're fucking cool um brave they're also neurotic well, she's got that moon in Virgo to cover that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the first word I sometimes use always to describe I feel like Virgo. you added that to my <laughs> Virgo yeah. dictionary. Yep. Neurotic. Um, yeah, because, okay, your moon's in Virgo. So, again, your physical and emotional needs. Uh, and Virgo's is treat yourself this is the sign of the goddess so it is like really important for you to love your body to appreciate your body and to like send that love to others too because virgos are of service so it actually makes them feel good to give to others but if they have nothing left in themselves they will feel drained Mm -hmm. so they really need to take that time to like paint their nails to take a bath to um eat good food it's also really important because virgos ruled by the stomach 
Ah. Mm -hmm. So cleansing for your moon sign is actually really important. So eating good food. What the fuck is ours? Drinking water. Cancer? Yeah, body part. Cancer moons are ruled by breasts and chest. Fuck yeah, titties. Titties. Which cool. I ain't got none. Me neither. Yep. <laughs> yep, we'll get there. <laughs> By the time we're 30, we'll have big boobs. Um, so yeah, Moon and Virgo, again, like, their whole thing is, like, they can get stressed out and tend to micromanage and, like, really control things. And the wrong things. Perfect. Yeah. And to do it to others, because usually what's happening is they're actually inside feeling out of control or they're inside feeling um, lack. Mm-hmm. If they don't fill themselves up, but in their highest vibe, you know, they are loving, they're giving, their soul feels good. They appreciate themselves and their body, their human experience. Totally. Ascendant in Gemini, we probably don't really need to go into that one because, again, it's the same one as me. So, like, when you immediately meet people, you can kind of shift into what they need. You can communicate probably pretty easily with others. It's that intellect, that learning um you can oh hey girl and then like to that other person you can be like oh yeah fuck yeah blah blah you know what exactly what i'm saying well yeah because i i mean i totally relate it's funny though to imagine kayla i can recall just like 600 instances right off the top of my head where like i've watched her shift into somebody else and i'm her closest friend Mm -hmm. so i like see the shift happen i'm like what the fuck just happened yeah and then you leave and you're both like (laughs) yeah we're both like what the hell was that because we both do it Mm -hmm. but when i watch kayla do it i'm like oh that's what it's like to watch me interact with people yes when you're watching somebody (laughs) else and you're like withdrawn from it yeah you're like whoa super weird she is really good at a you know, reaching all parts of her personality. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, learning is probably really important for you. Um, mm-hmm. So, like I said before, Saturn moves really slow. I think Jupiter does, too, and Uranus. Uh, so, a lot of us <laughs> will have that same one. So, like, me and you, Kayla, will both have your Uranus in Capricorn and Saturn in Pisces. So, whole generations will have Saturn in Pisces. Or, like, three years or something like that, then it moves slow. Uh, whole generations or three years or three fucking years because <laughs> yeah. now i keep touching back yeah. i'm like who's listening to this i'm gonna sleep no me. one dude like all my friends <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that's our listeners well actually we do have like listeners from all over the world really but yeah we're on the internet yeah the internet is freedom have i ever showed you our analytics no oh yeah we have listeners from like south africa and france and what in the motherfucker? i can't believe i didn't mention this australia hello across the world brother maybe i shouldn't have mentioned that (laughs) she was nervous when she thought it was just my friend i'm like shit okay that's okay so yeah kayla um life's purpose it's going to be really important for you to travel culture like leaning into those different things learning and just really soaking up life adventure um, your physical and emotional needs, you're going to really retreat and meet those by taking care of yourself first and then others. And then your ascendant, and it's really your motivation for living is really like that communication, that intellect, learning about life, learning about others, learning about yourself. That's so, yeah. so her. Mm-hmm. So that is you, Kayla. You're Kayla, welcome. Kayla, Bobela. Okay, now my friend Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It was fun making the charts because, like, Jocelyn was born in Mexico. Oh, and hers is very set. And our next girl was born in the United Kingdom. What? Mm-hmm. Jocelyn lives here, but 
our next one, Tia, she is my friend from the United Kingdom, so shout out. That is so cool! But I also just am that type of person. I have friends from all over the You're world. You're just like, oh, hey, in Australia. Before the podcast, I had friends all over the world. It's so That's cool. That's who I am. Jocelyn, I, I was from here. <laughs> okay, Jocelyn, you got... Your sun in Aries, your moon in Taurus. Your that's why you're so cool. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. funny. Oh, she's the best. She's yeah. Moon and Taurus are funny. Anyone who knows Jocelyn and who is listening to this right now is like, yep, yeah, she's the queen of hilarity. Mm-hmm. Mercury in Pisces, Venus in Taurus, Mars in Pisces, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Pisces. It's funny because I thought she was a Pisces for the longest time. Uh, that's so like weird. One, yeah. Two, three, yeah. <laughs> But she's such an Aries, too. She's fiery. Yeah, she's got two fire. Jocelyn, your anus is an Aquarius, Neptune in Capricorn, Pluto in Sag, North Node in Libra, Chiron in Libra, me too, Ascendant in Sag, and Midheaven in Virgo. You guys both got that, too. Yeah, she has a great chart. I love her so Well, actually, You guys have the same North Node, Chiron, and Man. My daughter is named Juliana Jocelyn because of this Jocelyn. I love her so much. Oh! I haven't Shout even seen her you, in so Jocelyn. long, but you, yeah, I just love her. I knew I would love her forever. And I love that name. It's always been it's so beautiful, beautiful to me. And Jocelyn. it's beautiful on her. She's why I love the name. Mm-hmm. So Cool. Okay. <clears throat> so few signs in their rulership. Venus in Taurus is in its rulership. Um, that might actually be the only one. Okay. Anyways, so your Chiron again, so that's like your wound is in the wound of relationships for you. So Holocis. Like, yeah. Doesn't holo- it hurt to get told that? Yeah. <laughs> it does. Doesn't it make you want to be better? <laughs> the wound wound is hard. And okay, so the wound you come into this life with, it's never going to be healed. That doesn't mean it's bad. It means that someday you strive to use that wound to your advantage and to recognize that you have it as a strength and to um, an awareness. Which is funny that this is both what her and I have because I know for sure she's someone who comes from a super supportive and loving family, and so do I. That's usually why. Yeah, and I struggled really hard to believe that I had a supportive, loving family as a kid. Yep. So, strange. And to see it clearly. Right. Mm-hmm. And then probably, too, like, in your interpersonal relationships, in your relationship with self. It's hard to believe that people are really in it for you. I feel like that's how my wound comes through. I love that. Like, and it... And maybe like she can said. relate to that, but... Well, yeah. yeah, and maybe they all kind of come through a little different, too. Totally. So I thought that's really interesting. Um, sun and Aries. So kind of like we said, Aries is the self-starters. They are a cardinal sign. Taurus is a fixed sign, I believe. So moon, your moon being in Taurus, like just like River said, um, but the moon and Taurus are funny. Yeah, that's why you're so great and easy to get along with. I don't know anyone who doesn't love her. Mm-hmm. Well, I can think of one person, but she's a dumb bitch. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so you're the dumb bitch. Um, okay, so Moon and Taurus, um, you're really gonna need like that grounding, like that home and family sector is really important to you. Taurus are like all about their inner circle. It's more about quality than quantity. That's so her too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't need this big giant group of friends. They need a few people who they're like, "You're my home girl. I got your back." Period. Mm-hmm. They need a lot of 
recharge time to like center at home home is very important to them like how not only how it looks obviously but how home feels that's very important so you'll probably notice um if things are off at home things are off in the rest of life totally so that family sector is going to be really important to you um so meeting your physical and emotional needs probably comes with a lot of unplugging time to do things that are really important to you so like even I don't know exactly what that would be, but like reading books, say, or like riding horses or something that feels very earthy, very grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your ascendant is in Sagittarius. So like we said, Sagittarius are the first word that comes to my mind, which is like not the best word. They can come off abrasive. Yeah. My first word is wild. Wild. Yeah. Which is her as fuck. Yeah. And they're just, I'm here. Yeah, but all, Jocelyn has such a good balance because she comes off so fun and wild, but also you can feel the Taurus, like, I can trust you. Yep. You're comfortable. Stability. You're safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can feel that in you, Jocelyn. Yeah, and again, like, that is sitting inside. It's like, let's go have some fun. But yeah, that's totally mm-hmm. your vibe, girl. Yeah, let's go have some fun. Let's go tear shit up. Um, and then Sagittarius, is its ruler is Jupiter. Mm-hmm. So that's again the planet of abundance. So your motivation for living in the direction of your life is steered in is probably going to have something to do with that. You know, being abundant in certain areas is probably kind of naturally comes easily to you, um, or you can manifest easily abilities like that. Uh, let's see what else here. Again, your midheavens in Virgo. So this is kind of what river had going on too this detail oriented need to be the boss kind of like in mm-hmm. charge at the workplace vibe anywhere yeah and she's got that airy sun too mm-hmm. so work is probably something that's she's bossing uh-huh absolutely <laughs> no she has boss quality so what's her life's purpose did you say that so her life's purpose so like her son mm-hmm. being an aries so again like aries is ruled by mars so like we said mars is goals war passion is really important like aries are very 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 passionate so whatever they do they do it wholeheartedly like they go full force into it so that moon in taurus is actually a really beautiful balance because Mm -hmm. taurus keeps their feet on the ground while aries is like steadfast so you have the cardinal and the fixed right there so it's like you can head towards something but also be sure of it before you head into it probably yeah, that's awesome. Okay, Jocelyn. Next one we'll do is Tia. Tia B. Our friend from the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. How offensive? do they talk? No. That... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, Tia. People talk like Americans. Tia and won't I like care. It. I know Tia will think it's funny, but... It's funny to watch people do that. Oh, Sun and Scorpio. That's why I Ooh, love like, her. And Midheaven and Scorpio. Moon and Chiron Cancer. And Scorpio. Lots of stuff here. Sister. Oh, okay. So, I love Scorpios. My husband's a Scorpio. My daughter was almost Where, a Scorpio. When was she born? 98? What did that say? No, 96. 97. 97. Okay, so she's <laughs> she's in another Saturn, too. Aries. They're going to tell you your Gen Z don't listen to them. No, I don't know what you are. I don't know. What, <laughs> generations can be totally different than astrology because, like I said, astrology is like in its own orbit. 
I'm already all excited about her chart, but anyways. Yeah. Sun in Scorpio, Moon in Cancer, Mercury in Sag, Venus in Capricorn, Mars in Capricorn, Jupiter in Aquarius, Saturn in Aries, Uranus in Aquarius, mm-hmm. Neptune in Capricorn, Pluto in Sag, North Node in Virgo, Chiron in Scorpio, Ascendant in Capricorn, Midheaven in Scorpio. Wow, so she's like kind of similar to my closest friend in the world, and she has the same sun as my husband and the same moon as me. Mm-hmm. And we just met through the internet, and we've been friends for years, so that's why it's super interesting to me, because I clicked with her through the internet. Super. And I just adore her, so that's funny that it's... astrology proves that I would love her. Isn't that weird? <laughs> like, all those little things that it's like, oh, wait, this does make sense. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, in modern days, it's like, oh, her son is in uh, Scorpio, and then his is in Sagittarius, even though that's actually a match, so I should say, like, another one. Oh, his is in um, Gemini. It's like, they'll never be a good match because mm-hmm. it's like people just look up somebody's sun sign and then it's like oh not compatible it's like there's so many other aspects. there's a sh- you know how long it takes me to read all these there's oh, so many what it's is that like 16 so many things i don't know but we're not even getting into the houses the sextiles all of that this book does for you though so get the book yeah and like literally the freaking internet guys come on i just read you the whole thing you can do it mm-hmm. but yeah uh get i forgot what i was gonna say but i love are- her chart these are very generic because we are not going into today what house your sun is in, what house your moon is in, what house your sun is in, or what house... It would take four hours. Any of these fucking planets. To do five people. A hundred percent. So th- this is like very like... Again, like with all of our episodes, we're giving you the tools to go deeper if yes. it's something that calls to you. That's exactly. this whole point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because your life's purpose is really going to have to do with what house that sun is in. Mm-hmm. So, like, scroll down really quick. Let's look at hers. Keep scrolling. See how much stuff there is? Holy cannoli. Mm-mm. Oh, first house is really big for her. See, sun in 10th house, and she's a Scorpio. That's actually Scorpio's house, I think. Hmm. Let's see. So we would go back to Pisces. Uh, is that... Hold on. Slight pause. 10th house, career in public roles. Nope, that's uh, Capricorn's house. Uh-huh. Okay, so her son being like a Scorpio, and it's in career in public roles. So Scorpio's, again, like we said... Death, transformation. I mean, this this houses a lot of really deep stuff in Scorpio, but their whole thing is, the biggest one I would say is the transformation. So, like, that water really has the ability to shift and to grow. Um, we're getting close. But so, having a son in that house, her life's purpose is going to probably, like, she'll definitely be working with people. She'll definitely be transforming whatever kind of place or um career she chooses to work like say she chose to go into massage you know right now they're like all going against how fighting against the masseuse thing and Mm -hmm. all that stuff like she'd probably be a big part of that like some kind of leadership role she's totally a leader Mm -hmm. leaders for sure Mm -hmm. um so scorpios they have some funny qualities so they can be very mysterious. That's why I like them, I think. It is. Because I feel it. Like the they, Gemini. Yeah, even with like a girl on social media, like you can feel that kind of stuff when someone has depth to them, for sure. And Scorpios always do, and that's why I married one. Depth, intensity. That's yeah. some of their other top qualities, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can look in their eyes and you can see that depth. Totally. They're the same way. They don't want to talk about the fucking weather. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, they're over it. <laughs> and her Mercury's inside, so she's like, let's get to Small it. Small talk makes them want to die. Literally, like, cringe inside. Uh, yeah, when I do try and small talk with Tanner, he will, like, have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. He hates it. Like, it's, they'd rather not talk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Sun and Scorpio, some of their, when they're a little bit in their detriment, they can tend to lean on, they can become obsessive or possessive or people can actually in return do that to them people right. can become obsessive or possessive with them because that's that water it can really reflect oh water is tough i love water signs but like they're tricky like for me being an air sign like we can't f- ever fully be like on the same wavelength really totally different yeah we can't because that air's way up here and that water's deep 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 down low mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, they've got depth. They, again, are very intuitive. They can usually sense, like, somebody's really, uh, like, their core right away. Like, they just go right into it. Again, they are intense. So some people might actually get uncomfortable with how quick they are to talk about the unseen or like the unheard Mm -hmm. they really like to go into that stuff that it's like people are trying to like scurry away from and they're like oh we're not going to talk about that and they're like oh yes we are yeah this is so funny to hear all this stuff about people that i really actually know because i feel like i've only had real conversations with her like even for being social media friends like only we don't do the weird like internet small talk thing like if we're going to talk It'll be, like, once a year about something, like, real. You know what I mean? Crazy, yeah. So you really fit your bill. That's super cool. (laughs) Yeah, and they they do have, like, that... They bring that intensity into whatever they do. So whatever they do, they're going to do it to the biggest. So, like, um, they're another one of their little bit of a detriment can be that sometimes it can feel like people are personally attacking them if they're not reaching the top right away or somebody else is reaching the top at the same time they'll feel like in competition with them Mm -hmm. so you can use this again as a strength you can use it as a motivation but you really got to be careful where you are seeking that motivation and how you're allowing it to manifest in your personal life totally um Okay, so again, moon and cancer. We already went way the fuck over that. Yeah, we're not doing that again. Nope. <laughs> we're not. You've got we're, water, We're on sun. a time frame. <laughs> water, sun, and moon, though. So you feel a lot. Lots yeah. of feelings. So Pisces season is probably pretty heavy for you, um, which we're in right now. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, girl. Take a bath. Do some dreaming. Do some journaling. Ascendant in Capricorn. Actually, my daughter has this too. So Ascendant in Capricorn, mm. very funny. And I love her too. They're bossy. Love that about a person. I love that about a woman. Uh, the boss quality? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love a strong woman. Yeah, they That's are. That's why I'm bisexual. 100%. <laughs> and because you're Gemini. And because I'm a Gemini. Oh, no, are that's out so there. true. All the rest of you are out there too. Yeah, you're also pansexual you just haven't yeah, admitted so it don't even try to pretend um yeah send in capricorn so these guys are like this is again the motivation for life so like you can really set long-term goals here that scorpio sun and that cancer moon will give you like the light and dark side of how to manifest and get to them um and like steve fast with that scorpio but uh they they see the bigger picture. They see climbing the corporate ladder. Like, they see things really far in advance. They have no problem having 
a 50-year plan. Like... God, I can't relate. Yeah, like, they are... <laughs> no. I don't want to necessarily say patient, but they can see something and they can draw themselves to They're it. They're driven. No matter how long it takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Driven, motivated, all the things. And her midheaven is in Scorpio, too. So definitely she's got some work stuff here where it's like she needs to be her own boss. Totally. Be her own boss, have lots of fluidity in that... Um, be conscious about when you're telling other people what to do stuff like that love that love it all right tia okay we're gonna do one more and i am gonna say best for last because joe is our number one listener of the podcast and has been since day one hi joe he's our number one fan he's awesome and he's we a love Taurus. you joe <gasps> he's a Taurus. <laughs> All right, Joe, Sun in Taurus, Moon in Taurus, Mercury in Taurus. This one is the coolest ever. Mm -hmm. Venus in Gemini, Mars in Taurus, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Aries, Uranus in Aquarius. Mm -hmm. See, they're all in Aquarius. (laughs) Yeah, they are. It's funny because Uranus is hilarious and Aquariuses are weird. Neptune in Capricorn, Pluto in Sag, North Node in Libra, Chiron in Libra, Brother, me too. Brother, ascendant in Cancer, midheaven in Pisces. What a good chart. Oh, except I have the midheaven in Pisces too, Joe, and it's not good. <laughs> She's like praying for you, <laughs> literally <laughs> sending like, you thoughts and prayers. Yeah, especially during Pisces season. I'm like, I'm gonna quit everything and move to Cuba. Like literally, I was even looking up tickets to Costa Rica. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, I can, I can swing this if I just never come back. That's what I'm thinking. Like never, I'll just never come back. You go between having this like beautiful life plan to like it's all over now no what's the point? oh no let's see your mid heaven suits your work sector so literally in that sector so something really important for you guys to look up your mid heaven and look up like if you're struggling to find like a career or a job or something that you feel fit it'll actually give you lots of ideas that's great so mine literally said i'm like why didn't they read this shit to me in high school mine said be a tarot card reader no fucking shit. I could have, like, skipped a lot of bullshit. I wonder what mine says. Probably psychologist. It says, um... Oh, I don't remember. We'll have to look when we're done. Yeah. Okay. That's cool, though. It's super cool. So, like, really digging into your birth shirt can help you in all of life. Like, so many things. Sun and Taurus. Probably very grounded, very rooted, very stubborn. Again, ruled by the bull. So, enjoying those pleasures. Taurus and their detriment. Um, they can lean a little bit, like we said, on being too stubborn. Mm-hmm. or on it's the default yeah it's, it's a default mm-hmm. because it's a defense mechanism mm-hmm. you know like really they are wondering or wanting or wishing inside but there's part of them that feels a little stuck mm-hmm. they have a lot of pride yeah a lot and they're like why do i have to move right i don't have to move mm-hmm. um now if i move i'm gonna look weak exactly yeah. <laughs> relatable and it's like heavy to move my foot <laughs> Uh, it, they can also lean on materialism. So you can use this again, like this goes both ways. So you can lean on that in a really beautiful way and like it'll help you strive for like goals and like a house and the things that you need, you know. And again, those earthly experiences using your senses like taste, touch, smell, feel, all the things, flowers and food and all of that. But then you can lean on that more egoic side and tend to, like I said, materialism has to do with defining yourself by that i think he surprisingly has a really nice balance i feel like he really enjoys life but also uh enjoys the little things love that Mm -hmm. that's how i feel about you joe so i think that's true 
And that's good. That's exactly mm-hmm. how you keep that balance. Which surprises me with the tourist tours, you know. But yeah, See, I feel like he's very balanced. I'm also wondering about like this North Node Chiron situation, if this is like uh Oh, he's Libra. Yeah, it's same like, He's a very lot balanced. Of, a lot of you guys have had that North Node in Libra and is and a Chiron in Libra. So. I didn't even notice that when I said he's so balanced. That's funny. It's really interesting. Yeah, so it's like he's probably meeting a lot of those uh qualities or lessons or you know things he's supposed to get to maybe he's a very evolved man exactly yeah like very old Mm -hmm. very old soul okay moon in taurus we already kind of went over this one too so you probably listened to that a little bit funny um earthy grounded stable can tend to in that darker side um not want to leave their house not Mm want to do anything but just chill (laughs) master chillers yep your ascendant is in Cancer, so this probably means that you come off very kind-hearted to people. Again, that really reflective quality. So you are what people need you to be, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. they look in your eyes and they feel comfort. They feel seen. I'm nodding word. for you, Joe, because, yep, true. Mm-hmm. True she facts. She feels it. Yep, that's true. She feels it. <laughs> um, oh, like I said, the men heaven in Pisces, that is a hard one, but it's... It's a lot, and we're just not even going to go into it. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to make you sad, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like, for instance, right now we're in Pisces season. So it's like when you're feeling that water, Pisces is that mutable sign. Again, they're ushering in a season and taking another one, or they're ushering out and in a season. So you'll go through these times at work when you're like, oh, you're doing all the things, and you love it, and blah, 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 and you're going, and then you're like, fuck it, I'm quitting everything, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't even like this place. I don't even like you guys. I don't like anybody. And then you come back and you're like, hey, and everybody's It's getting like, too personal for hey, Anel. Hey. I work with Anel. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We have opposite schedules, actually. Thank God. So we don't hate each other. Totally. That's why we're friends. Totally opposite. <laughs> so we don't actually get to work together. Right. So um, what's his life purpose? So his life... Let's scroll down really quick. Let's see what house his son is in. We can go a little deeper with his... Yeah, he does. Oh, wait, roll up just a tiny bit. Stellium in Taurus. So he does have lots of earthy energy. He's so earthy. Yep, it's dominant. You're practically a bucket of dirt. Literally. He's eating (laughs) it for breakfast. (laughs) Okay, 11th house. Oh my gosh, Sun, Moon, Mercury, and Mars. His whole stellium is in his 11th house. Okay, and that's the house of the collective. So, wow. Yeah. That's Aquarius's house. So that is like, again, innovation and inventiveness. It's really important for you to make like connections with people and feel um, like interpersonal, community-wise, even bigger than that. And even more than that, the collective. Totally. So like you do have a bigger purpose that must stem from something with this human experience you know something where it's like he's so good at being a human so good at it yeah dude like i wish i could be better at being a human like joe well and he's so good at um projecting probably too mm-hmm. like projecting he comes off feeling. as like the most earthy chill happiest ever so you know he's just like it a makes jokester. sense yeah super funny oopsies sorry guys um so yeah like definitely his purpose will help Hopefully, Joe, if you, like, read the book, you can go a little bit deeper into that. Um, but like I said, Taurus are the bull. So, like, they once they make a decision, they fucking go for it. So it's probably got something to do with a little bit bigger aspect, like the collective, like I said. Um, 
deciding what it is that you want to do and then it's really important that you start to slowly make steps and head towards that because it sounds like you're going to bring a lot of people with you in that making those connections with people while you do it is really important dude that's awesome super cool that was such a good one to end on mm-hmm. all right guys i hope you loved it okay remember anel's book is called you were born for this by ch a-N-I Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. It's a lady, and you can even follow um her on Instagram. I was gonna say also, anyone who's like me and gets just purely intimidated by the thought of having to finish a book that's paper, for, remember Audible exists. No, this book you we're not want sponsored, it. though. You want this book because Oh, you have to like go through and touch all the pages and shit and look for your thing? Easiest thing in the world. So you read a couple pages and then it says flip to your sign. Read oh, a couple shit. pages, flip to your sign. So this literally this is So a, don't go on Audible, but read this book. Buy the book because you're gonna get obsessed. Wish we were sponsored, because we're gonna sell a lot of books today. Yeah. But for anybody out there. We love you guys. I hope you go do something good for somebody today. Go be your best self. Go be your best self. Go look up your chart. Learn some damn shit about yourself. Learn some shit about your kids. Um, Yeah, start with you. Care about you. Retrograde's over. Yeah, and, like, really lean into, like, your light and your dark. Like, this is what astrology's for, is to accept all those moving parts as a whole and to really use them to your advantage. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys have... The best day ever. Or night. Or or evening. Or dinner. Or lunch. Or wherever you are. Mm -hmm. You're loved and good night. Good day.